0: Hi, my name is John. And my name is Chris. And this is Arrow on Target.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to Arrow on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. This week on the show, uh, oh, there are some epic things that happened. That's right. Like, Lots uh, of it.
0: Like, this episode, it, it felt really weird because, like, last episode ended on this weird kind of off-kilter moment and then we had, like, three weeks to think about it. And yeah, refresh uh, my memory.
1: What happened at the la- end of last episode?
0: So the last episode ended the way this one began where they bring Oliver uh, in yes. and he, he yes. makes this offer to him and then it cuts at right after he says it. He says, I want yeah. you to become the next Ra's ghoul and then it's like right. everybody's mouths drop open and go, what? It actually wasn't like a... Uh, like mouths drop open. It was more like a scratching your head, huh? Kind of like, hmm.
1: Yeah. Um. And, and honestly, uh, let's just start there, if, if if that's okay. Yeah. Um. I uh. I liked the the way that they kind of tried to explain it in that there's this prophecy that whoever survives Ra Raal Ghul's um blade will become the next Raal Ghul, and yeah. I kind of like that. But they didn't really. They didn't really explain. Okay. Well, why is this prophecy something we should listen to? Like, what? Um, what's the deal with this prophecy in the first place?
0: Yeah, and like the funny thing about that is like, okay, so they took this really outlandish thing, like that we ended last week on this really like outlandish, like, oh, well, become the next uh, Ra's al Ghul. And then Oliver, like we see the preview and Oliver's like, maybe I should become the next Ra's al Ghul. And right. it's like, he, he, so, he does like, consider it. Yeah, I mean, of course. But I mean, but it, immediately like it was weird because for us it felt like, this awkward offer is made, and then all of a sudden he's considering it, and so I thought this episode might be weird like that, but actually, the beginning, first few, like, ten minutes of this episode, whenever we're dealing with, he's explaining to him, hey, what does this mean, you know, whatever, he's discussing, okay, what what is the League of Assassins, what does it mean to be in the League of Assassins, what does it mean to lead the League of Assassins, and what does he think of himself, because it's like, obviously, he doesn't think he's a bad guy, he thinks he's a good guy you know he thinks he's like he's like this is justice uh and oliver's like no this is just killing people you know and uh and so like that was interesting and it made it a lot more believable and a lot more um i don't know it just felt more like he could actually consider it and be you know and it would be reasonable for him to consider
1: yeah like i don't know if it's, it's just that uh, Roz has been doing this for so long, like you do this kind of stuff for so long, and you start um, kind of like skewing uh, what you do in your mind. Like so, like while he believes maybe that he's um, somehow enacting justice on the world, which is kind of like that's that's what uh, that's that's the the setup that we always get for Raz Al Ghul is that he is um, he's giving these either societies or cultures like what they deserve, um, maybe like. I, don't, I still don't understand how he thinks that Oliver fits in that, though. Because it's like, okay, is he, is he just going to blindly follow some random prophecy? Or, um, like, why is he take, putting so much stock in this? And then, and then, again, like, he's still alive. He's not even old. Like, he's not even po- to the point now where he doesn't even say, hey, I'm tired. You know, like, if he just gave a reason and said, hey, I'm tired of this. I, I just don't really understand why he wants Oliver to to take the reins
0: yeah like what's the urgency is what you're saying like, like exactly r- r- yes. why now i mean yeah, I, I can yeah. see that for sure um i think like why oliver it's because like that idea that okay so not only like not only do you have to consider like okay so oliver did like fulfill this quote unquote prophecy and so like so it's it, not only does race have to blindly follow that but it's like the entire thousands of assassins in this league have to right. decide hey this guy's our leader and so unless uh unless oliver or unless someone comes along and beats him there's not even an opportunity like it's not even like he even has a choice uh at that point like to to give up the mantle or to like you know go ahead and basically die you know stop stop doing the uh the the Lazarus pits and die cuz it's like he's i don't know it seems like th- the thousands of people who are following Rachel Ghoul would have more to do with like why Oliver than Rachel Ghoul does like he's just saying this guy fits the criteria and if i j- were just to put a random person there uh be it you know Oliver before he you know obviously didn't die at his hand or Nyssa like both of them, like would, none of these thousands of assassins would probably follow them. Is what what I was thinking uh, the whole time it was because it's like because this prophecy is there, it gives him an out now.
1: I see that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, like if he's if he has been looking for an out, then this is the time to take it for sure. Right. Um. Even, whether or not the prophecy that he's talking about um, is talking about um, Oliver or not. Right. This is and the even time whether or not he believes it. You know. Right. Right. That's true. Um. Uh, And I guess that, I mean, they just haven't given the reason for why he wants to get out of it now. This is true. um, Yet, and maybe they will. Maybe he's Um,
0: dying. Maybe he knows something that we don't. I don't know. I mean maybe.
1: It's, it's interesting we we
0: obviously saw the Lazarus pit is still working on him because uh Nissa whenever she whenever she cut him uh his hand actually healed um yeah. and so you know and that's the weird thing about that it's like the I think Nissa does maybe have a point and maybe that feeds into why Oliver and why now is because Which Nissa point? like the point about her uh him basically keeping the mantle from her because he resents that you know her her uh had like he said this time being blinded by love with uh with Sarah, you know it's like it, so. If he just really doesn't want to give it to Nissa, and he's looking at, hey, I'm gonna die, and I just really don't trust Nissa with this. I'm gonna go, you know, I, I'm gonna go with the next best thing, Oliver.
1: That's true, and I, I'm not gonna say like I mean I wouldn't trust Nissa with it either. She's too much of a of a of a hothead. Like she doesn't really she has no discretion in in her actions like she just kind of acts on impulse and that's about it
0: you know and like what's interesting about that is like he acts on some pretty big impulses too but it's in a uh, like this mean his, Oliver n- uh, well Oliver and I guess uh like just think about the league of assassins you know kidnapping Malcolm I mean just just the the fact that it's like oh Malcolm's alive and he left the league I'm going to kill him you know or or whatever you know whatever it is it's like he's just reactionary a lot of times and he comes in and, with his assassins and tries to kidnap Malcolm and I don't know it just seems oh, like I don't know what
1: that like are you talking about when he kidnaps Al- Malcolm this time?
0: Well, like just in general, like, I mean, he even like just even by offering this to Oliver, just on kind of a spur of the moment, like, Hey, this guy beat me last month. Now he's here. I'm going to offer him my mantle. It just seems pretty I mean, it, like it, spur it just of the depends moment.
1: On, it doesn't really feel spur of the moment. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Oh, I guess that, that, that still we're still on the, that same point in that case. Uh, like where we're talking, like we just don't, we don't know his, we have no idea what his motivations are and yeah. they're not even, they're not trying to explain it. So, that's why it feels spur of the moment. I don't think it's supposed to be spur of the moment. Yeah. I think there is a reasoning, and they kind of, like, try to get into this prophecy, blah, 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 but they don't really don't – they don't give um, Raz his – they don't give his uh, motivations. Like, why is he even listening? Because he has the ability just to ignore this prophecy.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially if he truly is, like – I mean, I don't know. It's, it depends on how fast he's dying. Like, how fast is,
1: is he going we to be don't even out know of the picture? We don't even know that that's the case.
0: Yeah, I mean he said he's getting old and not everybody lives. I don't know. Yeah, you're right cuz it's like in my mind the other races, like you can't tell me that this is how the mantle was passed every time that it was, you know, just a fluke that he didn't die by the sword. In my right. mind that means that that he bested the current race in battle. And Oliver mm-hmm. definitely didn't do that. And no. so like, I mean, I this, you know, just by the fact that he Survived uh, via the hands of his friends, you know, uh, by Tatsu and, uh, and and those guys. So I I don't know. It just seems like this is a very odd thing and I, that sort of thing. But uh, you yeah.
1: know what I'd like to see is I'd love to see like maybe the next episode or something like that be a flashback, and it's how the current ghoul like was. He talked about his how how he was offered this position in the same yeah. way. Like it'd be cool to see that and and see. How that played out, and compare it to how this is playing out,
0: dude. That would be really nice, and and it would give us a little bit more reason to uh, to care and, and the motivation. It's interesting. Like I, I love the uh, the seriousness that both uh, Raish and Nissa, whenever they're on screen, uh, they bring a level of like seriousness to the show, and they bring a level of seriousness to everything going on. Like in the ending scene this time, whenever uh, whenever Raish drops down and he's killed these guys or whatever, and he's obviously framing. Uh, arrow right like that just brought a level of seriousness to it and we don't really don't know even much about these people other than that they are in the league of assassins and even whenever uh, whenever nissa shows up in the police precinct i loved the seriousness that that brought to the table where it's like oh well it's over now these guys are gonna get you know get killed just straight up just killed
1: i like i also wonder if if he was actually telling Oliver the truth, whenever he was telling him, you know, well, if if you decide not to kill anyone, then the rest of the League will will follow suit. Uh, you know, like mm. I can't imagine someone like Nissa necessarily, unless they just unless they just fear Oliver so much, or the <laughs> whoever the current Raz Al Ghul is yeah. so much. That I mean, and honestly, like you know, you. you we we have an example of Malcolm, like he was a part of the League of Assassins, and yeah. he went rogue. So they have the ability to; to they still have free will. It's not like yeah. he can stop everyone from killing, and or, I kind of From doing that. whatever
0: the heck they want, you know, because Malcolm came back and tried to wipe out the city or whatever, and apparently, Raish didn't like it. So I mean, it's like yeah, you're right. It's like they don't have complete like power over the the League.
1: Yeah, and and so like I think that I mean that's just like him trying trying to convince. Oliver, I, I mean, and honestly, like, I, I liked the, the fact that Oliver, um, considered it. You know, he's like, he's basically like, Oliver is. A little power hungry, like he likes. He likes to have complete control over his team, over um, Starling City. He For doesn't sure. like it whenever anyone like doesn't listen to him. He hates it when people disobey him. You know, like uh, well, even, Laurel and, yeah, and, and even Roy. When, yeah, you're right. Thea. When Roy came
0: back this time, he was just like yelling at everybody, telling everybody <laughs> what to do, and everybody was like, "Well, what happened?" And he's like, "Don't ask." You know, basically, you yeah. know. And so, like that, just in and of itself, is very like that. You could see Raish doing the exact same thing.
1: For sure, he's basically and and like it's, and it's a good pick, you know, to be the, to be his successor. Um, but uh, I really like the fact that you know whenever he's talking to Diggle and he says maybe I should become the next Raza Ghoul, like it does, it feels genuine. It feels like man, like I mean, <laughs> this is something that Oliver is genuinely considering, and like it doesn't feel uh, forced in any way.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely, definitely didn't. And like I said, it's like at the, whenever I watched the previews for this episode, it was like, "Ah, I don't know, this seems pretty out there. And then whenever I actually watched the episode with the pacing that they have and, and the setup, it actually felt really like, oh, this is genuinely an option.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's, I don't know if that's, I I try not to put too much stock as as in the, um, previews as far as like setting the tone for the for the next episode. Like I like to lo- I like to watch it to see maybe hey this content will be in there. But as far as for like sure. what they're you know because like even some shows like it works the opposite way. You know like that show. Remember that episode earlier in the season with um uh Cupid. You know that that preview looked like it was gonna be super creepy and kind of mm. stalkerish and all this kind of stuff. And it ended up being not feeling at all like that. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. You know,
0: and it's There's yeah. Just so some dude right. who's
1: like completely a different part like he doesn't even have any relation to the production sitting in you know the cw headquarters somewhere making some kind of preview footage
0: yeah and it's like real and whenever you try to truncate an episode like that it's it just you know the pacing's off and so like something that like i said something that could seem completely awkward or, or far-fetched or whatever yeah it it won't be like that on screen whenever actually well, and i don't even out, like so
1: i don't even know if i like the, the content that they choose you know and as far as uh the you know the spoilers for last week's flash or whatever like uh but they or this week's flash but they like they showed footage of dr wells you know and like moving back and forth like there's two of them you know like that's like super super spoilery i didn't even see that dude yeah that was the preview was and they show that for three weeks like while they're on the break every single like freaking uh commercial break almost it felt like on the cw they were showing that's nuts Showing Dr. Wells revealing he, that that he's a uh, reverse flash, and it's just like, man, this is ridiculous,
0: yeah, yeah man that's that's nuts. I didn't know about that like okay, so stepping back to a different character, Thea, we found Thea in a very interesting place this episode and and uh being contemplative and and even talking about uh talking about Moira uh, Moira's death and things like that like that was it was a very cool episode on that emotional front.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I've always loved Thea, and and I still like um, the my favorite part of the episode. Honestly, was um, the conversation that Thea and Oliver had together um, while. Uh Malcolm's lying on the couch. He's basically listening to them the whole time. I th- I don't know. Like I feel like he's just faking his injuries just so he can eavesdrop. He's just an <laughs> eavesdropper now.
0: Well, like okay, so his face looks pretty injured, but it's like okay, That's so true. is he like? I mean, I don't I don't know. Like I just don't know why he's laying down the whole time. And it's like it doesn't it, like even whenever he sat up at that one point, it didn't seem like it was a struggle for him to sit up. And no. So it was just like I feel like all of this is just on the surface, cosmetic like injuries here, and he's just yeah. he just wants her to bring him soup.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he all he wants is a cup of soup. But I re- I really liked um her her interaction with Oliver. Like that was I mean that's still the stuff like now that we've got I this was my favorite part of uh, season 1. And yeah. now that we've gotten back to this relationship, I'm just like, oh, man, this is, like, the best.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah, and it's 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 interesting to see her deal with this thing and to, to feel it all out. Like, okay, so early in the episode, it was uh, Oliver kind of comes back, and, and, like, after he comes back, and she says, oh, we got to stop doing this, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, like, she says something about, like, but I wanted to, hit, like, race to kill him or raz to kill him and he's yeah. and i'm like my my initial instinct is oliver if she wants to like kill this dude i
1: know it's well, like he
0: is a mass murdering guy it's like i don't agree with the fact that she should let somebody else do it for her but it's like if she really you know that whole thing it's like i almost agreed with malcolm whenever he was like kill me just do it the-
1: Here's something in terms of just, like, kind of real world. Like, if she was in the real world, like, this is the advice that I would give her. You know, like, number one, and and Oliver, number one... He's a bad dude, and he is not good for Thea. And he obviously is—he's hey, even this episode. He was playing with her emotions, and like she's getting—he's getting in her head. He's not a healthy person for her to be around. Yeah. And Oliver needs to know that. Like he—he he has this kind of misguided notion that because he's her father, that she needs to—he needs to have, keep her, him around for Thea, and that's just completely wrong. Like this guy's a psychopath.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like just with anything in in life, it's like if something is an unhealthy relationship, you have to get out of that unhealthy relationship or you have to like you have to make it somehow get some separation and then and actively fix it or whatever. And so like like, like, by dumping, dumping Malcolm there as opposed to in the Arrow Cave, which seems like a much better place for him to be. Um, right um in that in that cage. In that cell in, in dead that's down there in the arrow cave. That seems like a good place that they could they could keep an eye on him. Doesn't Oliver live down there? Or did, you know yeah, he, for,
1: I mean, well he lives in the, he lives their, Thea, their but, apartment. But he know? could
0: just he could just like crash there for a while. You know, it's like there's a lot of places that Malcolm can go other than in Thea's apartment, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. And like I think the threat that people aren't even like addressing is the fact that like Thea tried to kill Malcolm. Is he not at all upset about that? And would he not seek rep- retribution on Thea, maybe that's why he's playing these mind games with her. You know, like
0: yeah, he,
1: he always makes these broad claims. Oh, I do it because I love her, and blah blah blah. And like, you know, I this is he even said that to Oliver. You know, um, right after she left to go get him some soup, he said, "What have you done to her?" And he said, "I'm I told her to kill me. You know, this is my version of being a loving father." And It's just like quit. I hate that line, dude. Just quit pulling that out. Yeah, dude. Well,
0: it's like, and also. <sighs> It's like he said that when it was almost like he had like a tone of almost sarcasm to it. And so it's like, no, you're just being like a a, a really mean spirited person. You know, that's yeah. just that's just terrible. And, and just like you said, mind games. And it's like Malcolm is the king of the long game. It's like he makes moves. <laughs> he makes moves True. like in one situation so that he can be better positioned later on. And it's like we yeah. killed uh, he killed Canary like episode two. And then, like, you know, in order to be in a better, more manageable position over halfway through the season. And so it's, yeah, I mean, it's I really think that,
1: like, you know, that he's he's got some
0: sort of a game going.
1: That's what I was about to say. So do you, you think that then that he has like some kind of plan that's that will come to fruition? Maybe not even this season that he's kind of trying to put in place or put in motion.
0: Maybe, and and it almost seemed like he wasn't surprised whenever whenever Oliver told him what the offer was uh, from Raish. And so I wonder if maybe uh, Malcolm, in some weird way, wants Raish's power and wants Raish's position. And so maybe he's like long playing this game to where he can become the next Raish Al Ghul, Um, which would be really nuts. yeah. Anyway, like that's the only thing that I could think of this time was like, okay, what is what does Malcolm want here? I don't even know. You know, it's like it, it, he obviously is just twisted with his relationship with Thea and uh, and that whole thing. But it's like, what is his long game? What are his life goals? You know, what's his five year? <laughs> what are your life
1: goals? Well, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well, like uh, on that point, you know, like it, he uh, he he didn't he didn't seem surprised at the offer, but he. Did seem kind of slightly panicked, and um, whenever he heard what the offer was, it didn't seem like he was entirely pleased that hmm. Oliver had been offered um, that position.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and who else isn't? Ple- nobody's pleased with the with uh, that offer. Almost like okay. I mean, so let's talk about Diggles. Not talk- pleased with it. Felicity's not. Ple- nobody's been pleased with it.
1: Let's talk about that kind of for a second so Diggle I, I think still comes from a place of um authenticity like he's still pretty genuine and authentic with him I like what in the world is happening with uh with um felicity right now dude I don't know the way they're handling her character is super strange like it's
0: it's really weird um and it's it's it honestly like it's it's this back and forth situation with like, oh, do you love Oliver? Do you love Ray? What's going on with that? And then like, I don't know. There's a lot of weirdness uh, with, with her character and the way that they've written her character. It's almost like they've depowered her character. It's like she never had powers, but it's almost like well, they've took, they took like the things that made her a cool, fun, strong character away this season a little bit, you
1: know, well, of not, the, because of this
0: wishy-washiness.
1: She's not even there whenever they need her, like all the time, you know. And right. Oliver has to make excuses for whenever you're making excuses. I mean, they could just put her back in the Arrow Cave. Like, I don't know. I really, don't, I still don't. I really don't know what they're doing there. And it wasn't a large a point. I don't know what my what my point is with bringing that up, other than it frustrates me
0: yeah. how
1: mishandled her character feels. Yeah,
0: and it's like she's one of my favorite characters uh, from from episode one that she was on not episode one of the show but ep- the first episode she was on she's been one of my favorite characters and uh, yeah. and will continue to be but it just seems like I just she's underutilized and, and a little bit mishandled right now to where like the the things that she has going uh, the plot lines that are going aren't really her plot lines and they're not really yeah. like she's not directly involved with any of them almost yeah. um, and so it just feels like she's kind of like a, a side a character standing on the sidelines a little bit um, yeah. I did want to bring up uh, the that whenever Oliver returned after after talking to her at Queen Consolidated, which was really fun to see him interact with Ray, like yeah. if there's one thing that can in like his maybe, arrow voice. Yeah, in his arrow voice. Uh, if there's one thing that can uh, that can endear me to Ray, it's to see more of him and Oliver like butting yeah. heads a little bit, you know? Yeah, so, and, and
1: you know, like well, Yeah, I agreed. I have nothing to add to that. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So, so like, I mean, my thing, like, with that is, like, he returns, and Diggle, like, he tells him who it is, and Diggle goes, yeah, I've already got it right here. And so it's like, Diggle can obviously run this search. And so Oliver just wanted to go and see Felicity.
1: Did he get it from, uh, or... Did you think he got it from Felicity? I mean, he basically said, no, "No, I've already got got it. it. I thought he got it from Ray. Like, remember Ray was going to go, like, try to find some connections, like... Mm. Um. Remember, whenever they first like get back to the arrow cave, and like Felicity's not there, and Ray's like, I know this guy from back whenever I used to. Oh, be you less mean than- Roy? Okay, yeah, Roy- yeah, yeah, Ray. Ray, good grief! Roy. Ray and Roy. I was thinking, I even... how did Ray Palmer get into the Arrow Cave? No, no, just... no, no, no. I'm talking about Roy. I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> maybe okay. Diggle got that information from Roy.
0: He might have, uh, but like, e- despite like whatever, however they got that information, Felicity, they didn't even need Felicity, and that frustrated yeah, so... me a little bit. Like with the uh, with that whole thing, and then it's just and,
1: slower without her.
0: Exactly, and then uh, and and you have to drive across town and go up an elevator and you know deal with the the relationship awkwardness. Right. So, so anyway, it's just weird. Like I, I just wanted to point that out. That like via, the, uh, like they they needed her at the end because they needed her to uh, to do the whole computer thing at the end. Whenever they were all out in the field and stuff, and I, I liked seeing the arrow team working like the arrow team again uh, near the end of the yeah. episode. But for the majority of this episode, they really like it. She was on the sidelines. So,
1: well, I like I also. Um I also don't like just how contentious the relationship is in terms that she, like she's just mad at him all the time. And it's just like that's frustrating mm-hmm. and annoying. Like, yeah, uh, I'm not mad at him. Are you mad at him? Uh, I get frustrated with him a lot. <laughs> I mean, but not about the things that she gets frustrated him <laughs> no, about.
0: No, I, no, not not like, you know, not like, oh, I'm angry at you that you came back to life again. You know, yeah
1: that's OK? I, I take yeah, that's that's a better like that's pointing out exactly what I don't like. It's just like, are you happy he's alive or are you sad he's alive? Like just yeah. Mm. It's so yeah. so annoying. And I don't think that's realistic is the thing.
0: No, no. And it's not and it's not, you know, yeah, it's 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 not consistent necessarily with how our character has been in season one and season two either. Like that's the weird thing is like this is just kind of out of nowhere this season, but uh
1: I feel like a lot of the things that she's angry about, like this is just a hazard of the job. Like yeah. he is the arrow. Like you have to deal with the fact that this kind of stuff has to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah and uh and something else that's interesting this episode it they were very like the, it was this on again off again relationship thing is was very on again this week like even to the point where at the end where i was like are they are they like Trying to like put them back together a little bit again this episode, and then at the end it was obvious that they were because Ray calls and intrudes basically on their on their moment, and so like that was really strange too. I was like, man, I just I, I want them to like be on again or be off again. I don't care which one it is. Just just try you know to decide. Yeah,
1: and I, I don't really know why the the writers feel like they have to go there still. Like. I mean, if just make her be with Ray, like I'm okay with that, like yeah, uh, but just not like just be okay with being with Ray and. Um, still like interacting with Oliver in a healthy way, right? Right. Um, Roy, this episode, awesome. Yeah. I uh, I liked Roy, yeah.
0: and and it's really funny whenever he was like suggesting, "Hey, I've got these other contacts," and that's the kind of context that took like two seconds for him to say. That I feel like last season uh, we we talked about a lot, where it was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go hit the streets,"
1: you know. Yeah, it's for like real.
0: You know, it's like that. That was the context where he's not going and knocking on doors. He's got contacts, right? You know.
1: Yeah, I, I like that, and um, it's 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 interesting to see, and I'm, I'm still curious to see where they take his relationship with Thea. Like, mm. uh, um, they, she, I mean, they used to be really into each other, and she doesn't didn't really trust him a lot. Like, whenever he was lying to her about the Mirakuru and all that kind of stuff, and yeah, um, it'll be. It'll be it'll be fun to see like where they go with them, um, just because it's, it's like I mean I don't I don't have any reason why they shouldn't end up together as a couple. I think they work really yeah. well. I think and they're be really cool, awesome like,
0: characters too, man. Like just like the 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 whenever they were sitting a couple episodes ago, whenever they were sitting in the car and she was talking to him about like, oh, and I feel terrible about this, and he was telling her, hey, this is the this is the family, you know that whole thing, the family of the cop that I killed, and I yeah. mean like that that interaction was really f- intriguing to watch and was really fun to see.
1: So Yeah, yeah. it is. And it'll be cool to see, you know, uh, how they interact once we get past the current storyline, meaning like once Malcolm's out of the picture in some way and she's kind of gotten over what's happening, I think she will at some point join Team Arrow and it'll be cool to see her and Roy fighting together. Yeah, that'd be so fun. I I would think on the streets, you know, they, they pair those two up together and then Laurel and Oliver up together.
0: Yeah, and and what's interesting about like Laurel. Speaking of Laurel, this episode like Laurel, I felt like was was really well done. Like I, I thought that this was yep. like it's, she's continuing that streak of like oh well Laurel didn't didn't bug me or the way they wrote Laurel didn't bug me this episode and it's you know and that was really nice this time too. Uh, I I really enjoyed the uh, the Nissa at the end like seeing that situation because even like they hinted at it earlier in the episode where um, Oliver says and this was gonna be in my quotes but I'll. I'll just i'll just say it here where he says something like uh you need you still need training and then she says when are you going to stop saying that and then he says when you no longer need training and yeah, so like I know, this I love is that this is going to solve a little bit of that situation and i you know it's 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 interesting to see uh nissa and and uh laurel connect on that level and uh and to connect on the level that they both knew and cared about uh uh, oh, moving on. Sarah her Canary, yeah, Sarah. Um, so, like, I, I liked that. I, I think that's going to be fun moving into the next a couple episodes, maybe.
1: Yeah, uh, on Oliver's part, I feel like that's a little hypocritical. Whenever you know, like, he, so he would say that to Roy, and then he'd go train Roy. He says this to <laughs> Laurel, and she's you're just right. supposed to figure it out herself. Like, you're right. He you're just refuses right. to train her. Like mm-hmm. even though he re- he relies on her skills and once, you know keeps asking her to go out on the streets with her for, on various missions, but he won't train her. It seems a little yeah, a little or, ridiculous. Or, or at
0: least we don't see any scenes of that. Yeah, you're right. It does seem really ridiculous. And and just the okay. And so the other thing about that and the times whenever uh, Oliver frustrates me and are the times like I mentioned that earlier. Sometimes he frustrates me is whenever he uh expects everyone to be one hundred percent honest with him, but he refuses to be honest with them. Right. And right, right. and then like in this situation where like he refuses, he's just just completely belligerent. It refuses to let her, quote unquote, get you know, go out on the street and to be, uh, be this hero. But he insists that you know he is the guy or whatever. You know, it's it, so like those situations like where he doesn't where he holds other people to really high standards and doesn't keep himself in that like to those same standards. That bugs me. So that's it's those. But he's always been that way. And it's like and it's just you know it's just part of who Oliver is.
1: Yeah. The let's talk about for a second kind of like where we think this is kind of moving. Yeah, I, I, so what we, two things happened that um, I think relate to this. Number one, he had that conversation with um, uh, Captain Lance Hmm. uh, where Captain Lance basically said, I'm done with you. You know, like I'm not going to help you anymore. And it almost sounded like he was ready to declare him a criminal again.
0: Yeah. To um, to go after him.
1: Yeah, and and then you know there's the whole uh, setup with that um, that Ra's al Ghul um, ended the episode with. You know, it's, it's I, I almost feel like Oliver is going to become an enemy of this of the police department again.
0: Yeah, or at least you know, or at least it's going to be appear that way. And and I think that Detective Lance and one of the cool things about this episode with uh, with with Quentin was that he was actually featured a bunch and I love every scene that he is in. Um, But it's really funny that he's going to be caught in the middle of this where I feel like he knows the arrow won't like, wouldn't just kill people. Like he just, like he wouldn't go back to season one uh, arrow where he's killing people, but he also is like pretty vengeful about the, the whole, you know, you didn't tell me that Sarah was dead situation. So I think he's going to be caught in this, like a really weird, uh, Ground where like he's gonna have grounds to go after him, but he's gonna have to make the call about whether or not he should go after him, whether or not that's right, you know.
1: Yeah, and and he he'll, he'll have to make a call. You know, if if he goes after Arrow, then he that means he has to go after Laurel, yeah, because they're basically doing the same thing. So. And he
0: knows who Roy is too.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you're right. He knows who Roy is, and now maybe though maybe this is a path to him being curious and trying to find out who Oliver really is.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that would bring a whole other level of frustration to it because he would be both the reason that Sarah died the first time or left for, for five years the first time, and yeah. he would have lied about her dying this time, you know, the 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 time she really did. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's going to bring up a whole other bag of emotions.
1: I mean, I think it would be cool to kind of uh, move a little bit back into where Oliver has to has to lay low from the police force or at least kind of operate Mm -hmm. around them a little bit more because Mm -hmm. honestly right now it just kind of feels like he has his run of the streets. He can do whatever he wants, um, run out there and he doesn't have to worry about, um, I liked it back whenever it's kind of Batman-esque, you know, where, you know, commissioner Gordon or, you know, detective Gordon is, is sneaking tidbits of information to, um, Batman all the time, you know, but yeah. he's still technically wanted by the the police force. I like I like that idea, um, and I liked that a lot in, in season one. Um, I'd mm-hmm. like to kind of see that again, although we, it might have to be someone else in the police force. Um, I don't want, I don't, I don't think I want Lance to become completely antagonistic toward
0: Oliver right. and
1: and hate him and want to capture him. But right, maybe not that the police force doesn't work so closely with them.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, and it would be really funny to see like, okay, so, so the arrow has a ton of crowd support right now. Like he has a ton of the, of the city, uh, since the whole, uh, brick thing, like where, where he came back and he made a speech standing on top of a like ambulance and then swings off. It's really funny. Like, I, I feel like he has so much city support that it almost doesn't matter that if the, if the police kind of go after him or, or, or whatever, because it's like, you, you've got the support of the people and you know, and I like that. Like I like that dynamic. And I think that that yeah. would be really cool to play up where maybe, uh, they're searching for him or whatever. And he has to hide with some of the, uh, some of the citizens or something like that in some, some situation like that would just yeah. be a cool, a cool twist. And it would be take, take a couple seconds to show, but that would be really fun. Um, yeah. I really love I love where we're kind of headed with this. I didn't know like where we were headed before this couple of week break. I really didn't know like it was like we had just kind of wrapped up a big thing and we had kind of started this other thing and uh and so like but I really love where this is kind of headed um last thing that I, I had uh oh, go ahead. sorry no did you have more thoughts on that?
1: I was just gonna say I like it um. But I think once this storyline is done, and I, I think it will be done at the end of the season. Yeah, I'm kind of over the League of Assassins. Yeah, um, by that point, and I kind of hope we move on. Um, yeah. and and focus on you know some other storylines, some other villains. Um, just because like we've been dealing with this now all season. Uh, and and honestly a lot of last season like we we started talking about this threat of the league of assassins True. um you know last season and and yeah. it kind of feels um like I'm just kind of like well you know i hope that whatever happens it happens big
0: yeah yeah and it's like oh i almost think that maybe if they disband kind of the league of assassins it's it's like one of those uh where you like kick over the anthill and it's like now all the ants are just scattered mm-hmm. across the world and so you would basically create a bunch of other potential supervillains um yeah. that have just scattered throughout the world and so that would be really cool i did want to bring up that okay
1: so what if what if wh- hang on i'm sorry no, what you're if fine. oliver joined the league of assassins and then immediately disbanded it he that'd became- be that'd be nuts That would be wild.
0: (laughs) That'd be nuts, dude. Um, and it's like, who knows what would, that would just be like anarchy, just complete chaos at that point. Um which i guess it kind of is anyway like or it could be i feel like the the league of assassins kind of lives on that knife's uh edge where you know between control and complete anarchy with the, with the people because of malcolm and because of Nyssa and all of that yeah. um i do want to say that like okay so the the wide world of this universe uh is completely just off the rails you think about the league of assassins and and he said uh the quote was um you could command you a, or a uh, a group that is more numerous than any army and it's yeah. like Oh my goodness. The world of, of the uh, this TV universe that we're living in here is just when I mean, we've talked about it before with like Amanda Waller and how uh, how insane that is where they can just drone a, a whole group of people just to get one or or whatever. Like it just seems like a wide, wild world that we live in. And so just with the League of Assassins having that many numbers, it really it really reinforces that that statement that the world outside of Starling and Central Cities are just really
1: threatening. I mean, uh, yeah, yes, I agree. I think though that like especially the league of assassins though, that's all I mean, I don't I think I think the average person on the street doesn't even know that that stuff's happening. True. I mean, so I don't think people like across the world are going outside in fear. I think that it's kind of like well, you hear these rumors, and you might hear like um, you know like the, some kind of like legend of of some kind of League of Assassin characters or or members of the league or something like that. But yeah, I mean you do also. I, I agree with you in the fact that you know like whenever it's like well, Starling City was basically almost destroyed like twice, and yeah. and and you have like basically these super villains like threatening to destroy a central city and nothing really happened. I mean, it doesn't seem like it surprises the larger world. We don't really see the larger world, but right. I mean, yeah, I mean, it does. It, it's a pretty, it's not the normal world we li- You and I live in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And as you kind of step back, you realize that, wow, this is, this is, uh, this is definitely a, a intense place. Um, so last thing that I really had was the, I just wanted to reinforce that the Lazarus pit is real that like that just, and and so that, and I I realized that, Hey, we've had powers with the flash and with kind of like that show. And so like powers are in this world, but, We're directly like, we're saying the Lazarus pit is real. And so it's like, that was intriguing to me. I didn't necessarily expect them to go there, let alone expect them to give so much like backstory and give so much like depth to the Lazarus pit. It was nice for him to say, you know, something about like Ponce de Leon. It was nice to hear him to say uh, the thing about uh, the Quran. And I mean, it's like, it's, it's, he's saying, hey, this is the, this is. This is real. And so it's like to put that into this world and then to put that here, it's like, wow, I want to investigate that a little bit more. How, how insane that is and, and how Oliver wasn't surprised.
1: Uh Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we, we still know the the kind of other kinds of things he's run into. And I mean, just, but just think about the rest of it. Does that really blow your mind necessarily considering uh, um, the rest of the things that have happened on the series? My big question is what are the limitations of it? Like, hmm. Um, how much can it heal could it heal someone who's mortally wounded could it could it bring someone back to life mm. um, is there a reason they don't didn't stick Sarah in there as soon as they figured out she was dead um mm. you know like what what are the exact um, abilities of the Lazarus pits
0: I mean, I would, I would assume that the Lazarus Pits wouldn't be able to necessarily bring somebody back to life, but if you were mortally wounded and you got dumped in the Lazarus Pit, you know, on your last couple heartbeats, I suspect that it would help, maybe, you know? I, I, I don't know. I, I You're right, because it's like, in comic lore, you, you can, you know, there is a, a Lazarus Pit, and under certain circumstances, you can bring people back to life and things. So, I don't know, man. It's a... Uh, it's an interesting question, though, and I didn't necessarily expect them to go there. Um, I didn't know no, how they were going uh, to deal with his age, but, you know,
1: yeah. Like, it, it would be interesting to say, okay, well, you know, say, say for instance, um, the Lazarus pits can bring people back from the dead, and um, Roz is the only one who knows that, though. Um, yeah. And then maybe, you know, like, why would he not bring uh, Sarah back? Or Cause he didn't you really, know, really like her. Yeah, yeah, because he he didn't like what, you know, but in that case, then why is he not trying to manipulate Nyssa into doing something a little bit more? Maybe he is. I don't know. You know, like, there's, I don't know, there's all these what-if scenarios. Yeah. I'm just kind of, I'm interested in in what that thing actually does.
0: So something that we haven't talked about on this show, we talked about it a little bit on on Flash on Target, uh, the spinoff show. There is a rumor that the spinoff show, uh, that there's going to be an era spinoff show that is a team-up show, right? Yeah, um, and so I mean, I was gonna say earlier that a, an episode of that, if it was a cool like kind of Brave and the Bold style thing where you have certain arcs that are with certain people, it'd be cool to have like uh, Arsenal and Thea team up with their you know with their right. and go out into the world and do some cool things with just them. But uh, but I did want to mention that the rumor is that Katie Lott's, will be on whatever this other show is, like whether, right. it, whether it's The Atom or whether it's a team-up show or something like that, or whether it's both, right. who knows, um, she might be on it. And so maybe the Lazarus Pits allow that to happen somehow. Um, That'd be
1: wild. That'd be awesome.
0: And I, I, it wouldn't surprise me either. Like, and I, that just occurred to me. and It's like, okay, so if she's going to be in this, we've asked before. How is that possible? Um, yeah. And so this is a a cool doorway where maybe maybe that's possible. Maybe the way that Malcolm killed her or had Thea kill her uh, somehow allows her to take some sort of a bath in this Lazarus pit and you know i don't yeah. know it's like you use a certain type of uh uh bubble bath
1: and you're good <laughs> you get it from bed bath and beyond
0: yes yes it's it's called the Lazarus pit uh, bubble bath
1: yes it's going to be crazy to see like um you know, say like uh, so the f- we were talking on the flash about well what if you know they might not be doing what if they're not doing an Adam show, but they're doing a, you know, something like the Brave and the Bold or World's Finest show? Yeah. Um, or you're know, like, okay, well, what if they do both of them? That's just a lot. We talked about how much, you know, like that's, that's a, you should just go listen to the, the, the Flash podcast toward the end. We yeah, for about sure. That, it's like you that, only have a certain
0: um, amount of time every week and four shows is a lot to to check up on every week.
1: Yeah, but I think you know, like another thing that I was thinking about um, after we had that conversation was it'll be interesting to see, you know, say for instance they do start um, a completely different show that's not The Atom. Um, yeah, it'll be because it's it's supposed to start next fall like at the same time as flash and arrow it'll be interesting to see how it actually works without having mm. some kind of like spin off origin inside these other shows kind of mm. like flash did you know yeah um it'll be weird to see like how they actually make that work well in my mind it's like it could just be team-ups
0: with the characters that we already know and love from these shows so say diggle And say someone from Flash, you know, or uh, just you know, it's like take your pick. It's like we've got a lot of characters here, and and it's like I miss Diggle whenever he doesn't get screen time and things. Um, And so it's like I would be, it would be really cool to see maybe a Diggle and uh, a oh a Caitlin Snow from uh from. Flash kind of team up or something, just wild stuff. You know, just yeah, it'd this is weird. just, just really weird and and like they're just trying stuff and making making stuff happen. And I really think that'd be a cool cool idea. Um, yeah, especially if they
1: did like like three episode arcs or something like that.
0: For sure, dude. And it's I think they could really easily pull from the uh, cast of characters they have now. Like think about even a uh, a a team up between say Black Canary and Slade. Like they they have to mm. team up somehow or for some reason to take out yeah to take out some sort of thing or like even the the uh let me see the uh, like this the what's their names the uh secrets not the secret six it's the the, oh, the, the suicide uh, squad that's what yeah, it suicide is
1: squad. yeah man i i want uh, speaking of suicide squad this is an entirely different thing i want suicide squad to come back and i want to see harley quinn like interact with them because she's obviously there we saw yeah. her the back of her head yeah um yeah for sure just a side note
0: and that would be amazing. And I, I really would like to investigate what is the Suicide Squad like in this world. And so I think they have enough characters that we don't see very often that I yeah. think a team-up show really does make sense. And it, it, and especially if they can wrap um, the Supergirl series into yeah. this world. And if yeah. that happens, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. I haven't confirmed that. They haven't denied that. But But... Right. Um, if they can make that happen then like then you have even more characters that you can have team up and, and to pull from so it's I think yeah. it's it's an interesting uh concept and I would really be intrigued to watch that show yeah for sure almost more so than the atom agreed yeah yes well that's all I have that's that's pretty much all I have I have some quotes do you want some quotes all right yeah yeah uh actually let's do hoods up hoods down how many hoods that's the question oh. um I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'll give it f- four hoods. That's what I was going to uh, give it. I was going to, I was going to nod towards like 4.5 cause it was a really good episode and I really enjoyed a lot of the emotional beats. Um, but yeah, let's see. Yeah. Give it a, I think
1: the, I think the villain was largely throwaway. Right. That's, that's like, what
0: was kind of like leading me down this way It's cause it's like, this was like a setup villain almost. Yeah. You yeah. know? It seems yeah. like something big as, you know, w- could have happened with his villain, but it was like he almost just seemed like he was there so that they could have action on the show and yep. have a reason to team up at the end and yeah, to, e- to put well, aside the differences.
1: Yeah, even whenever they like kind of um, even whenever they transitioned to that in the middle of the episode, you know, they were kind of arguing about things that happened, how they got back from <laughs> That's right. from uh, Nanda Parbat and then he's kind of like, "Well, forget all that, let's go get this guy," you know. Yeah,
0: it was just uh, Oliver was just just needed a way out of that conversation. Yeah,
1: destruction. Yeah,
0: yeah. red herring. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so yeah, the uh, I, I would say a four, four episode because of that. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. So some quotes we have Raish saying, "Your city will turn on you," and hopefully that's that's not going to happen. Hopefully the city doesn't turn on him. Hopefully it's just the police department.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean it's interesting to see like, you know, I forgot about that line and it was interesting to see Oliver draw some parallels to what was happening to him and what mm-hmm. in this episode with what he said.
0: Yeah, for sure dude. And uh and so so then we move on and we have uh let me in relation to that. Uh Diggle who says you're not really considering this because Captain Lance is angry and Felicity is momentarily unavailable. <laughs> You know, so it's like he, whenever he said that, I was like, yeah, that pretty much sums up, you know, it basically took whatever Oliver was like, yes, it's such a big deal, and and essentially was like, that is, this is not a big deal. We've had this happen yeah. before, Oliver. Yeah. Um, and then we have Oliver who says to Rache, uh, and what if I say no? And then Raish says, then you're free to go. All sins are forgiven, and all blood debts are paid. Which mm. is really interesting, and I, I think mm. it's also interesting that Nissa uh, chose to show up there. It's like she used, uh, I guess, the, the connection with Sarah and and Laurel as an excuse to be in town. But it's like yeah. she obviously knows that Malcolm is there, and so right. maybe she's still out for revenge somehow.
1: Yeah, that was my big question. Like, I don't think that um, she's. I don't think she's going to take. This whole thing just laying down. I think like no. she she wants to be the successor to her father, and so yeah. I, she has some kind of plan. I don't know what it is. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how this kind of pans out. Is she trying to get closer to Oliver? I don't know.
0: I don't know. It's it's it, there's a lot of motivation that she could have here, and it's like if you're if you get kicked out of the League of Assassins and you're her. Where would you show up? I would show up in Sterling yeah. City for sure. It's like, yeah, it's the obvious choice. Right. Um, all right. Then we have the the cool line. Arrow says, "You still need training," and then Black Canary says, "When are you gonna stop saying that?" And he says, "When you no longer need training." Yes. Um And then we have he says, "If I Oliver says, if I can't be me and the arrow isn't enough, maybe I can be Ray Ghoul ominously. Uh, turning towards the camera um and then last one uh nope i got two more uh we have oliver who says where are you going to thea and then thea says to go buy my evil dad some soup
1: yeah yeah that was i I laughed out loud at that line that
0: was a classic like just so much attitude in, in such a great line so yeah uh one of the reasons why we love thea Uh, then we have Nissa who says during the fight, your technique was competent. And Laurel says, why do I feel like that, that, that to you is a compliment? And then, uh, last one, we have Oliver who says, you know me, I don't dance. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) No victory dancing for Oliver.
1: It's a good one to end on. Yes, it is. Well, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing next week. You can, uh, you can, you can, Listen to us next week, and we'll talk about the next exciting episode. I think – we how many episodes do we have left? Maybe I
0: don't know five, exactly. I mean, six? there's there's 16. We're 16 in right
1: now. This was episode 16. So it's probably 22. So we probably have about six left. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're ramping up, I would think, to the finale. Yeah. It kind of doesn't feel like it necessarily, but, like, we're going somewhere. So –
0: yeah, there's, they've got a plan in mind, and, and like we, ha- we have more questions about motivations yeah. of, uh, of all the villains and, and a lot of the, the characters in the show than we do answers at this point. So
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can check us out online at standtargetpodcast.com. You can check out Flash on Target. We talk about Flash as well. It's available at our website or on iTunes yep. or on Stitcher. You can yeah. now find us there if you listen on Android um, or on the iPhone app. Uh, on our main podcast this week, we review Battlefield Hardline, um, the multiplayer over there. We also talk about um, a lot of movie news. We talk about possibly Batman being in the Suicide Squad movie, so you want to check that <gasps> out. <laughs> check that out as well. That's it for this. Oh, you can find us on Twitter at Chris two five zero and John Wright seven seven seven, and at Stay On Target Pod. Always online at standtargetpodcast.com. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow on, on Target. Target.